evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Rocket Punch Cast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, here, alongside my partner in crime, Mr. Will. What's going on, man? Uh, not a mucho, man. Um, other than my outlaws, they uh, they had a rough rough week, but they'll they do better. Have, oh, they did have a rough week, but it happens. I mean, we man. got we got shut out. The Valiant got shut up by Soul Dynasty. First match of the stage. But we've been pretty good ever ever since. But granted, Shanghai Dragons. Mm. That's a gimme. Um, San Francisco Shock. That's a little better. All right. Dallas Fuel. That was a good one. Especially the way they've been rolling the last couple weeks here. It's okay. Give it time. One of them will say something stupid and then they'll get knocked back down to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Funny about that. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're completely talking Overwatch League. Which, in all fairness, that should probably be delegated to Tank and Spank. Our Blizzard podcast. So, the way I see the Overwatch League is it transcends Tank and Spank and Rocket Punch cast, <laughs> considering that it's both of our wallpapers. It's phones and computers. So, it's, you're saying that it's the Zenyatta of... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's passed through the iris. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, I'm wearing Overwatch the shirt. So are you. That's true. Yeah, I am wearing this one. It's one of the few that I didn't wear this week. So I was kind of just stuck with it. Like, all right, let me. This was my next Blizzard shirt on the pile. So, <laughs> but let's jump through here. Let's get through the housekeeping <clears throat> first, guys. Let you guys know what we're all about. I'm gonna turn my mouse off here so I don't bust up the stream. Please. Um, some housekeeping for anybody. If you haven't watched us before, if this is your first time joining the stream, this is the Rocket Punchcast. We're groups of friends from all around come around this table to talk about video games in the microphones here. You can listen to this every Tuesday on your podcast service of choice. That's going to be iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all those places here. we got to figure out Spotify. Spotify you have to be invited into. Uh, no, actually, they said you don't have to now. It's Spotify is just weird that you have to be... There's a lot of back-end stuff for us to get on Spotify. You have to be um, use a, using a certain RSS feed service. A very specific one for them to get you on there. We'll have to look at it. We'll talk off mic. Uh, hmm. After the show, well, it's something we can do. I'd, I'd love to be on Spotify for all of our Spotify fans out there. Armagerd, Spurtifer. That's right. <laughs> you, if you can watch us live as we record the show each Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time over at twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive, if you're already here, welcome to the Twitch chat. Definitely jump in chat. You'll be able to talk with us throughout the show. We love reading the comments, seeing what you guys think about some of the stuff we talk about. Love interacting with you guys here. But if you want to know everything that we do, want to know all of our content, you can go to rocketpunchgo.com. That's going to be your one-stop shop to find all of our podcasts, all of our streams that we do each week. And those archives of those streams are all going to be right there on our main page and keep you informed on all the stuff we're going to be doing here. Um, if you want to help support the show, you're loving what we're doing, you want to help go even further beyond for yourself and for us, patreon.com slash rocketpunch is going to be the place you want to go to. Uh, both of those links are up at the top of your screen. Um, as little as a dollar a month can help you help us support the show, keep the lights on, keep the mics running, and you'll also be able to get some awesome swag in it with that package as well. I think we talked about it in one of our podcasts. Like we went through all the stuff you got mm -hmm. at a, one of our tiers from last from just last month alone. Like all the exclusive content you got, you would have gotten the swag bag, a whole a whole lot of stuff. I think it was worth, I think we provide a good value to our patrons. Yeah, actually our patrons for the same price as a Twitch subscription get like 10 times the stuff. That's true. But we'll take the Switch, Twitch subs. We'll get to yeah. that in here in just a second. That's true. Um, some stuff for our patrons and our Patreon members here. I wanted to give a, a quick weekly shout out as well. Congratulations to one of our patrons, Chuck. Um, he had, for actually winning the free game plus um, that we did last week for our, um, I think, platinum members. Last week, we'll be getting your game here probably as soon as the show wraps up. So uh, definitely stay with us there. But yeah, he, um, he was able to win a free game on us by just by being a patron. That is really cool. Um, for our patrons as well, uh, please know we will have the um, Huntsville Expo uh, panel that we did, I think, a week and a half ago. That will be live this week. Totally forgot to edit that audio. My bad. We're going to get it to you this week, though. It shouldn't be too hard to do. I've got it on my laptop right here. Um, also this week, you guys should expect the monthly newsletter for patrons. So, uh, one of the new things we're doing from our new tiers, um, is going to be a monthly newsletter that's going to go out to all of our patrons 
you'll be able to see all of the stuff we're going to be rolling out and doing throughout the month. So that way you can go and start marking on your calendars, what you want to do, where you want to go, how you want to participate. So you'll be ready to rock and roll whenever we roll those out there. Um, that's all the Patreon stuff I've got right now. If you are watching via Twitch and via video, you want to help the show out as well, but you can't do it via Patreon. If you are an Amazon Prime member and subscriber, you get Twitch Prime included as part of your um, Amazon Prime subscription. Um, we would definitely appreciate it if you threw that Twitch Prime sub our way. Uh, we do a lot of content and that would definitely help us out. Um, if you are listening via audio services, uh, definitely great and review us on your podcast service of choice. So if you're listening via iTunes, you're listening via Google Play, Stitcher, any of that, definitely throw us a review. That helps our discoverability out a lot and helps us reach more people. So we definitely appreciate that. It also helps us get better. That we, it does. We like doing that here at Rocket Punch. Yeah? What? Taking feedback and getting better? I don't know if I can deal with that. Well, you're going to have to, man. You, you knew what you signed up for. Oh, darn it. <laughs> if you, you are... this to me? One thing we mentioned on um, Tank Bank already, but we want to mention here, um, if you are playing any type of video games, whether that's Blizzard games or any games in general, you're looking for um, a place to kind of hang out online, uh, definitely join our Discord channel, our Discord chat. Um, I have thrown the link into our Twitch chat as well. But if you're listening via audio service, just find us on our social media sites there. You'll be able to find our Discord chat. You can join. Um, but yeah, def jump to our Discord. We've got channels. Anybody can play any games you want to. You can join in our chats and all of our goofy conversations that we have um, throughout the week. Uh, but definitely come on out. Join our Discord. Have a little bit of fun. You can have game rooms if you want to play with your friends. You just basically do that. Um, if you're a Patreon member, you actually get access to some exclusive rooms in our Discord chat. So if other rooms are full, you can jump in there. Or if you just don't want other people talking to you. There you go. you got a private lounge you can come in and chat with as well. Fair enough. And as well, if you are watching the stream live, you want to ask a question, all you have to do is do a hashtag AskRocketPunch in the Twitch chat throughout the show. Um, at the end of the show, we'll answer any questions that do pop up in Twitch chat for you guys here. But I think that's it for all of our housekeeping here. Um, upcoming events we've got, um, to give you guys the lowdown, we've got our stream schedule set for this week. Um, this So as this episode goes live for audio listeners, this Tuesday we will be streaming Final Fantasy XV in kind of commemoration of Final Fantasy XV coming out on Windows PC, ah, Windows yeah. Edition, so that'll be pretty cool. Wait, it's just now coming out? Yeah. It's been a Guys, while. it's x86 on the consoles. You could have done this faster. Uh -huh. but, but there's a lot of content. You can be Gordon Freeman if you pre-order. Um... I think they should have just launched this when they launched the other one. There, there's another. There's some other skin stuff. I, you know, it's cool the fact that PC owners get to have it. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I have seven and nine on PC though too. How long did it take them to get that on there? A decade plus. Exactly. We're, yeah. So Squeenix needs to start like making the PC equal on that platform. By that measure, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> A year ten. Oh, okay, that's better. Um, yeah. Wednesday, Will, you're going to be taking over doing some... You're going to be heading the World of Warcraft stream we're going to be doing on Wednesday. Yeah, it's time to get good, Scrub Lord, so you get to watch me uh, fail as a tank. That's true. Um, maybe I fail as a healer, maybe as a DPS, we don't know. No, 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 Chris fails as the healer. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Hey, uh. That was for you, Chris, because I know you'll hear that. <laughs> we love you, dude. And also, on Thursday, um, we're going to be streaming Horizon Zero Dawn to kind of commem commemorate uh, the one-year anniversary for that game coming out as well. Good deal. So uh, definitely going to have Man, a little. That's a, that's a heck of a game. It is. It, it, 2017 Rocket Punch Game of the Year. Oh, um, man, you're ruining the surprise. <laughs> come on. People, they've listened to the episodes. They know. They should know. That was an epic one. Um, yeah. Great conversation. Everybody thought Mario was going to get it. <laughs> Everybody thought Zelda was going to get it. Nope. Oh, son, it was Horizon. That's the one that really hit us there. But um, those are, that's your stream schedule for the week. And don't worry if you missed that. We'll definitely have it up on Twitch. Um, probably tonight after the show goes live um, over here on Twitch. We'll have the events page updated for you guys here. Also as well, the um, if you are local to the North Alabama area, the Huntsville Comic Con is still happening March 30th and 31st um, over at the Low Mill Arts and Entertainment Building. Definitely swing over there if you're going to be in town during that time frame. You've got a couple weeks left to kind of schedule and plan for that. There. Fair enough. But other than that, those are all the updates I've got. All the housekeeping done. Now we've got to jump into the meat of the episode here. Number one. The meat and potatoes. While I'm drinking my pineapple cider and eating my cup noodles, um, let's jump into table talk. Will, 
What you been playing this week, man? So I ended up streaming some Warcraft three because they updated the launcher. Everybody was going crazy over the whole Warcraft three 48 hours of love that Blizzard gave it. Mm-hmm. The first ever invitational they've had for it. Okay. The game's 15, 16 years old, depending on the version you're playing. The original Reign of Chaos. Is it that? Yeah. Came out in 03. I thought it was older than that. No, no. StarCraft is the one that came out in the 90s. Mmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 StarCraft is the OG RTS from them. Okay. Yeah. So, well, and War- this is Warcraft 3, not like Warcraft 2 or Warcraft 1. Okay. So, sorry. Let me correct that. It's actually like Warcraft 1... And then it was StarCraft, and then, yeah, the rest is history. That's for Tengen's Bane. Yeah. yeah, but ultimately, all of that watching the Warcraft love, I was like, man, I'm rusty as hell at this, but let's get back into it. Three hours later. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like, I remember looking at the stats afterwards, I'm like, okay, that was pretty good, pretty good. What, three and a half hours? Oh my God, how did you stream the game for that long? You just um, had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, that and uh, Pride wouldn't let me end the stream unless I got a W, so... Uh, okay, yeah, you know, you got to end on the win. I, I yeah, agree with so you. You got to end on the it, win. It was one of those where I'm like, all right, cool, I'm doing the story mode, I'm having some fun here, but I could see if that could get a little boring because the story on uh, Reign of Chaos is a little slower paced. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool, well, let's go try to play the computer. And I got rocked. Yeah, you were telling me about that. You got the, the first one was like, ooh... The second one, the second one, it was almost as bad. Except mm-hmm. I was able to get some zeppelins. I bought some zeppelins real quick. It was able to flee as my base gets destroyed, capture another gold mine, and set up a new base right as they were about to reveal me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. And then it went back, rebuilt my base there, built another lower base, took another thing, made a, a fourth base. So at one point, I had like four bases. I was trying to balance. All while trying to hold this guy off because the humans were way overpowered compared to me, and I was orcs. Is this just part of the story, or no, no? This was just playing Booty Bay. <laughs> wow, oh, wow, really? Yeah, two v two map, or no, I'm sorry, one v one. It's a smaller map, so you're forced to play faster. And of course, I'm trying to remember how to do all this, so I'm reading things and going through. <laughs> and the you gotta computer, go through the tutorial again. And the computer is set on like normal difficulty, but no handicap. And it's just like, oh, he should be ready for an attack right now, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Nope, nope, nope. Not ready. Not pause game. Pause game. No, nope, no. Nope. So, was able to at least escape, and then all the gold mines ended up collapsing wow. for both both sides. And my final push, because I, I had some kamikaze pushes. <laughs> well, where, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Like, I, well, Wait. here's the thing. He kept pushing out to my other bases on the ground, so I'd load my Zeppelins up, drop them right at the top part of his uh, main base where the main building is, mm-hmm. and go in there, and I, I killed his main keep on the first kamikaze push. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> he, the computer never rebuilt it because it's a freaking computer. <laughs> he wasn't thinking, like, oh, no, everything well, will be no, fine. No, no, it's AI. You know, and it had another keep. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I made some stupid mistakes because it's been more than a decade since I've played. That's okay. I mean, you're a little rusty. You know, you... Yeah. I, I used to play it more back in, like, 2006 when it was, you know, a web design class. We finished our work. We had 30 minutes left. Let's play some uh, Dota. We old were, school Defense of the Ancients. When we were younger back in those days, you remember those? Yeah. 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 Uh, dude, old Defense of the Ancients, when it was a mod for Warcraft, I remember. I played it. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> MOBAs before they were toxic. <laughs> okay, what else have you been playing? Some WoW. Um, lots of WoW. Surprise. Hey, man, I've gone from like 870 to 931 in the span of a couple weeks. That's pretty good. That's pretty so, good. I mean, but it is getting close. I mean, basically we're on the edge of the in-game patch. I have three so. legendary pieces already. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, we're pretty close to the next ex- No, next the legend, you're only guaranteed one legendary piece, and then the rest are all random drops. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. One is from a quest reward. It's Ooh, a ring. Okay. So, yeah, I'll take it. Oh, you know, 100%. Like, I wouldn't have a question. Like, in yeah, fact, once, once I get like another 900 plus ring to replace my legendary mm-hmm. ring, I'm going to then replace my shoulders with the legendary shoulders I got. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Hey, man, look. All I know is they're tanking Brewmaster shoulders, and they look dope. You have to show me those. I don't think I've seen those. Uh, I can log in afterwards. Okay, yeah. Show me those. I want to see those. I want to see those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look for anything else. Um. No, I haven't gotten any new games this week. Um, other than I picked up Titanfall on 
PlayStation for ten bucks with all the DLC or whatever. The yes, ultimate edition. Right. Some of those, there was like an EA publisher sale. I know I picked up Mass Effect Andromeda on my PC for like the deluxe edition for nine ninety nine. There's some okay. great deals if you're an EA fan. Uh, Mass Effect, Titanfall, um, et cetera, et cetera. There were a lot of deals. The Dragon Age I think was five dollars. Like, come on, you haven't played that game. Uh, it's Inquisition. It's it's pretty fun. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see it right here. It's ten bucks. Oh, okay. That's, That's pretty good. Deal. Yeah, but I already have Inquisition on PS4 Pro. I do. Yeah, and I still have it too. It's sitting sitting on a shelf. <laughs> you want to you want to resell that? Yeah. Oh man, I got a little slur of the words there. I gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Is he drinking this cider? It's messing me up here. It's it's your first one. <laughs> apparently, you can't hang like you used no, to. Apparently not tonight. No. <laughs> no. Um, I've. Games that I've played this week, continue to play Monster Hunter World, uh, definitely continue to enjoy that game. Uh, I apologize for missing the stream this week, but it, it basically had, I left work like super late. We were on like, I, I walked out of work like what, 30 minutes before the stream was supposed to start? And to give you guys perspective, we were starting at like 8.30 and Cam, you were there at what, like 7 in the morning? Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. early in the morning. So yeah, that, you know, that was the day. Um, but no, Sounds like it. Monster Hunter World continues to impress. I'm um, my coworker and I. He's a huge Monster Hunter fan. Um, we still haven't had a chance to hook up with him yet, but we're gonna jump in, and I'll definitely give you guys an update on that as I continue to play that. Uh, World of Warcraft again. If you're if you are in our Discord server, we'll probably be on there a fair amount of the time playing something. You'll see, you know, Seekern's playing World of Warcraft. CT Gamer playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, our Discord server will uh, tell you many things about our playing habits. Yeah, most definitely. It's uh, <laughs> it gets it's like, man, you know, why why do I keep playing? My, oh, that's right, I have things to kill. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, World of Warcraft is a, a constant here in my gaming realm. Um, Overwatch as well played a lot of that. Been doing a lot of the. Um, you, you play that a lot more than I do. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I like Overwatch. I like the first version. Oh, no, it's fun, but I will never be competitive in that game. Oh, I don't think I would be either. Especially playing some of these eight-player free-for-all single-player matches. Yeah, it gets kind of rough in there. So Some days they're good, and then some days like today, where I ended up in a match with seven other people, and they all had golden weapons. Yeah. Yeah, forget about that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you, that was, yeah, that's a good way to lose real yeah, quick. Yeah, that was pretty rough. And I didn't realize it until halfway through. I'm like, well, I'm just going to finish this match. I'm not going to win, but I'm going to finish it. Um, yeah. But one of the big games that I had a lot of fun with as well, I finally got my copy of Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 HD Remix in. Okay. Uh, and I started playing the first one today. Man, I missed. I didn't realize how much I missed Kingdom Hearts. And it's kind of the that's whatever special Disney magic they injected into that game. Um, was, you know what you know what the magic is? It's, um, it's Utada love. Hikaru in her song to open up the game. That's what it is. It's love. It's love. Yeah. Is that, is that the is that the magic ingredient? Yeah. For Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the love of Disney. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever it is, it's awesome. Um, I've. It, there, there are some things that definitely feel like, man, I played this back in the day. This feels somewhat clunky control-wise. Oh, no. Those controls are just hella clunky, dude. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm playing the first one. So, I, King, um, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. And I started going through the first island and kind of, you know, just battling everybody. I will definitely say, how, when did this game come out? 2003, something like that? That was so like with middle school, high school cam. Mm-hmm. That was somewhat of a challenging game, wrapping my head around the controls. Yeah. Adult cam? Yeah. Oh, no. I was, I, you know, the first island, Destiny Island, where you um, have to fight uh, Waku and self, Selfie and Titus? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was putting a smack down on all of them. How do you think you'll do against Sephiroth? Hopefully we beat him this time. That is still one of my, like, many regrets is I never went back and beat Sephiroth. Um, when I played um, Kingdom Hearts before, so I'm hoping to definitely conquer him this time here. But I, I, I'm excited. I had a whole lot of time, uh, a whole lot of fun playing the intro to the game. Kind of jumping back in those worlds. They were like, I, I'm ready for three, uh, especially kind of updated graphics, like 2018 graphics. I'm ready to see what Kingdom Hearts three is going to do. Uh, 2018 graphics. That game's been in development for so long. I don't think that's a valid statement. Well, by 2018 standards, 
It's 2018 graphics. I don't I, look. I don't know what you want from me. Okay. I, I want graphics and whatnot that are gonna not make the game look like crap. Fair enough. Fair enough. See uh, a soul in chat says I beat Sephiroth in this two or three hour long epic battle. I fought him. I fought him at likes level forty, which is just wrong. Yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty intense. If you went two to three hours with Sephiroth, like you had, had some been, sweaty palms right there. I was gonna say you had to be on the edge of your seat the whole time. That fight was epic. It was awesome, um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, that is those are basically the games that I've been playing. Um, I didn't mention it at the top of the show, but I, this is a good point to bring in now. Um, you, if you watch us regularly, you probably heard and know that you're not hearing Chris this episode. Uh, Chris did have some kind of family stuff to take care of this past week. Yeah. Uh, kind of some mysterious stuff, but nothing too bad. Uh, well, uh, we'll definitely see, but uh, definitely, I definitely wanted to mention, I know Will and I both did. Yeah. Um, Chris isn't here today. We're running duo today, but we definitely want to um, say, you know, throw the best best wishes out to Chris and some of the stuff he's having to take care of off camera here. Um, it's okay. It's okay. We got the Dragon Balls right there. If you, if Chris, if you need any help, we can make a wish on the balls. You're going to have to gather them afterwards, though, because yeah, yeah, we're not like, running all over the earth, especially was, through some of these parts. It was a pain in the butt. I didn't have an airplane. Like, airplane prices were ridiculous going over to over the earth to get these, so I just yeah, want to toss it out there. Look, man, I'm out of Sky Miles, so that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have, you may have to do this the old-fashioned way and drive your truck under the ocean to get to the other continent. Yeah, just hold your breath. Hold your breath. It'll be fine. <laughs> but no, um, best wishes to Chris and... His family and everything that's going on with them right now. Uh, hopefully, if, um, if you if you are listening, definitely throw him some love over on Twitter um, at Real T Real CT Gaming. You can see it at the bottom of the screen there. I'm sure he would appreciate that very much. Yeah. So let's get down and dirty with the topic of the show. Yeah, I think you you said that wrong. Let's get down to business. Oh. <laughs> To defeat, yeah, we did talk about Disney. I, did I mean, come Mark, on, so yeah, okay, all right, all right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, no, we we had a couple of anniversaries, um, notable ones this past week. Uh, the first one, of course, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, one year anniversary. Um, we talked about that. We streamed that. We're not going to talk about that one though. The no. other, the one we're going to talk about more specifically is the Nintendo Switch. Um, this past week was the Nintendo Switch's one year anniversary. A Can you whole, believe that? A whole year. Can you believe that? We've we've uh, had we've had this console in our hands and been able to play it for one full year. I, I will say the craziest moment for me in in that was I was literally in the break room at work. I'm flipping through Twitter and I see that shared from Nintendo or one of the Nintendo people. Mm. And I see that piece of art of just Link and Zelda sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, God, I can't believe I've had this game that long. Yep. It doesn't feel like it. It's the, um, it's the key art for our thumbnail. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's one of those where and I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God, this game's a year old. And then I see the next closest nerd to me. I'm like, can you believe Breath of the Wild's a year old? And they're like, what are you talking about? It just came out. No. no it's it's a year a old. Year. It's been one whole year. Um. And so I figured we'd have a kind of a, just a conversation about the Nintendo Switch, kind of a one year later type of deal, uh, kind of looking, reflecting on the Switch back from the past year when it was announced, when it was launched, what it's done this past year for itself and possibly for the gaming industry, and also what this next year looks like mm -hmm. in um, for the Nintendo Switch, and also some of our favorite moments. Okay. Uh, just kind of, uh, we've had it for years. I think this is a very special console to a lot of people. I figured we'd take some time to talk about the Switch because apparently we don't talk about Nintendo enough. So, well, we'll just throw it in. There. I mean, even though they were all over Game of the Year. Even though they, <laughs> they, only, were, they only got best presentation, but they were all over the place. They were, their hands were in a lot of pies. I'll definitely give them that. Yep. But no, uh, looking back at the Switch, I remember back when, when was this announced? I think that Game Awards or the um year before so 2016 i think or no did, is they, that didn't, when they showed a the video no they had their own special little thing to reveal just a like a, a two minute trailer that's that was right it. it was that they, fall and, and they had it was like it took place in new york and it was just this one little thing they dropped this video and then they're out yep and i, I remember us talking and having conversations mm -hmm. about 
It's a Nintendo NX. What is this going to be? There are rumors that it's going to have like these two Bluetooth controllers. Yeah. And it's going to be a console and a handheld. Oh my God. And, how are they going to do there this? And there were rumors that there was an extra GPU that was network oriented that was in the dock. And you use USB-C and it would have more graphical power when you hooked it up to your screen. Obviously that did not happen. That's true. That's true. But I, I remember that. And then I remember all the conversations kind of talking about leading up to launch for Switch. It's so funny when you reflect later after something's been released. Like, people were having very mixed feelings. You had your diehard Nintendo fans who were like, yeah. But then you also had a lot of people that were like, this is still the, we still remember the Wii U. It wasn't that long ago. And a lot it? of people are like, guys, it's just a fancy Android tablet. Let's be real. And, and you know, a lot of people were like that. And mm-hmm. to be fair, it is a fancy Android tablet. That's true, but aren't. All Android tablets fancy in some way, like they have no, a little. No, oh god, no. Okay, <laughs> you you know you have one. Uh... No, no, that that Nexus Seven is uh, definitely not fancy. <laughs> it's also very old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got a couple of years on it. But it with the Nintendo Switch, I know people leading up to this, and even seeing some more reveals as we got more information. Really, up until the big reveal, I think of that late that year, early in January, mm-hmm. when people were very skeptical about this console. I think a lot of people were still nervous about the, um, what the Wii U did or what they didn't do. <laughs> you know, it depends on where you look at, where you're looking at it. Uh, and yeah, it kind of just how the Wii U lifespan went. It was 2013 to 2017 for four or five years, something like that. It barely made it to five, and it's officially dead. Oh, no, uh, 20, 2012. That's when it came, because it came out oh. a year before the PS4. That's right, you're right. You did. It had an extra year on the market. Did even so, a 13 million console? No, 13 point something million. Didn't make it to 14 million. Um, which was funny, because when the PS4 and all that came out, it was just over 5 million. And everybody's like, oh man, you know, they got a lead. And, you know, kind of like the 360 had a lead on the PS3. Yep. And they easily lost that lead. Yeah, easily. And there's just a lot of, a lot of we've talked about it before, a lot of mistakes that the Wii U made. Now, the problem with the Wii U was it was still power PC based. Mm-hmm. It was slower than dirt. It still is, mm-hmm. as far as interface goes. I hate waiting for things to boot up. Yeah, I'd agree. And so when I go to play the Marios and the Zeldas and all that, I want to hit the power button and it wake up and be like, oh, hey, I'm here. Let's play. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, let's let's rock and roll. And that one was like, oh man, we gotta wait. All right, cool. It's gotta load up the interface. Then you can load the disc. Oh. And I'm okay with loading a disc if I know uh, that's gonna be there and that's gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. But even the downloadable options for that weren't that great because you essentially had an SD card for your space. It was a 32 gig SD card that was internal. Plus, it still had the whole the whole thing with the Wii, where you had the light sensor bar up at the top. You had to put on your screen. Yeah, the tablet. You could move it, but then you like there was a very short distance. Before it was, it it was like it was like ten to twenty feet. As yeah, far it as was you go. not long at all. Not long. And th- so coming into the Nintendo Switch, now we're you know we have this huge huge reveal. Here's the Nintendo Switch. Here's all the details on it. Mm-hmm. Here are some of the games that are coming on the console. And I think that's when people started to get excited. Yeah, um, and then there's also some people who are like, we've heard this before. That's true. Uh, I think a majority of the people were very cautiously optimistic. I think I was, I was one of those people. Yeah, I still want to see how this console comes out, but everything I've seen from this presentation, the big reveal one, was very, very like, yes, 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 yes. But I think the big one, I think that may have sold a lot of people, was the game leading up to this uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You mean the thing that was supposed to be a game exclusive to the Wii U and then got yeah. pushed back and pushed I, back and pushed back? I remember us when we had the, like, it was 2016. It was mm-hmm. um, Game Awards 2016. Yeah. And we were watching it, and they were like, it's coming out this fall. And I'm like, you're full of crap. There's no way. You're full of a took. Was it 2015? It was 2015. 2015. Like, there's no way it's coming out. And of course, it got delayed like three different times. Like, duh. Um, nope. They, and then all of a sudden, they, they dropped the reveal trailer of this new game. And wait, that's Link in there. Yep. And that, it, that's on a horse. This was the flagship um, game for this console. And I, I remember when we had our Switch reveal watch along. I was like, I, I was telling you and Chaz, like, this game is coming out on... Release date, release oh, yeah. day, day and date, boom. Yeah, and that, I mean that was a that was a great way to how to sell a console. 
You yep. got one of the biggest the, a Zelda game you haven't had an original Zelda game in since the Wii, since Skyward Sword. Yeah, I think so. And on this fresh new Nintendo console that looks like it's steering stuff in the right direction, mm-hmm. you know, boom, boom, you got you got a one two hit. And this console came out a year ago, and it sold. It sold I, gangbusters. We, it's outpacing the Wii for the first year. Really? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. It, it was in. Like, it's outpaced the PS4 and the Xbox One for the first year. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally keeping pace with like PS2 level sales, which is the highest selling Whoa, console of yeah. all time for at least the first year. That's pretty impressive. And it's what's so interesting is I remember. Sorry, Nintendo Switch overtook the PS2's first year sales record in Japan. Oh, so wow. it's outsold the PS2 in year one. In Japan. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but did you see Sony sales in, of PS2 in Japan when they came out? Oh, I know, out? I know. Because no, no, no. that was, back then, they their selling point was, hey, DVDs are exp- DVD players are expensive. Buy this game console, you get a DVD player. I remember that. A smart play. <laughs> That's what they did with the Blu-ray on the PS3. And that was Nintendo. Here's Nintendo's play. Look, we know consoles and handhelds are expensive, so here's one that's both. Yeah. Buy this one. From the uh, people who brought you the Game Boy. Remember how everybody had the Game Boy? Here's Game Boy on super steroids. But I think just Zelda really helped sell that console, but also the fact, even thinking about the reveal, the, I remember when you were seeing that it dock. That whole dock process where you dock it and it's instant. It pops right up on the TV. And when you undock it, boom, it comes right off on your main screen. The seamlessness of that was, I think, really important. And the fact that you can do that, it's so, it feels so cool. When you when you come home, you just dock it, take the controllers off, turn on the TV, boom, it's right there on the screen, ready to go. Oh, wow. Mario Odyssey helped them go even further. Um, according to this article over here, the Switch has officially outsold the PS2 in the first year globally. I it's thanks it. to Mario Odyssey. I believe it. A lot of people were, we were talking about some of the games, but a lot of people were really on Mario Odyssey when that game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, CSL in chat says... I didn't even hear about it until I saw Chris's YouTube video about waiting in line for the Switch. Uh, he also says, I didn't have a Game Boy. Number one, I'm really, really sad that you did not have a Game Boy. Um, Man, you missed out. You the did game, miss out. I, I still have to say my favorite game console of all time was the Game Boy Color. Of all time? Of all time. Really? I loved my Game Boy Color. It was one of those where it, it was like, because I had the original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And then they had the minis. And my mom's like, no, we're not getting that. It's the same thing. Yeah, but then when the color one came out, you're like... That year, um, so semi-personal, um, the year the color came out is the year my parents divorced. Mm-hmm. Now, at that time, though, for my birthday that year, I got two Game Boy Colors. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so immediately, immediately, I'm like, oh, thanks. And they're like, well, we can't return them. And so, because they didn't talk about what to get me for my birthday, so I literally immediately turned and hand the other one to my little sister and be like, we're playing together. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're such a good big brother. Well, I can't play two at the same time. Or can you? No. Can't. You need both hands. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, um, the funny thing in all of that, though, is because of that, they ended up getting us both Pokemon games for her birthday. Nice. <laughs> Nice. So you tell the, her to trade with you. Yeah. No, no. And the thing is, we would we would go out of our way to catch the Pokemon that wasn't available on the other games and trade them with each other. Nice. That's so smart. we always had full Pokedexes. So it's one of those where, at least in that regard, that kept my sister and I pretty close because it was one of those we were battling, going through the gyms, you know, all that stuff. So Pokemon Crystal was a big deal for us because that Battle Tower sure. and all that. Mm-hmm. So for me, like the Game Boy Color at that time, though, because of what I was able to do with my sister and mm-hmm. link battles and all that other stuff. I saw to say it has the fondest memories for me. Okay. okay. So, you know, now she's got a switch though, too. Wait till that Pokemon game comes out. We'll talk about that in a second. Here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see us all in chat says I had a links and I feel really That's bad. Sorry links. I am so sorry. My friend, I feel really bad. for you. I love you, bro. One. But ouch, but no, I mean, once the switch launched it, as you re- read some of the reports, it took off. Um, Legend of Zelda, uh, some of the games from the big games from uh, the Switch's first year mm-hmm. of being on the market. Of course, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. If you own a Switch and you don't own that game, you are you doing need to yourself own that a disservice. Game. Like uh, when the when the console launched, there were more copies of Zelda sold 
than there were Switch consoles sold. Although now, the funny thing is there are more copies of Mario sold than there have been of Zelda. That's true. And Mario's a bigger brand. A lot of people more recognized. Well, I mean, what was it? Mario. When they announced that Japan was getting uh, the Olympics, their prime minister came out on stage wearing a Mario hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real I'm, here. I'm surprised Mario is not the official mascot for Japan yet. I just... I, well, no, no. It'd be, it'd be a fight between Mario and Pikachu. I'd put Mario. I, I think they would pick Mario. I, th- I think Mario... Uh, well, Pokemon fans over there are very rabid. I, I agree, but uh, like Mario has a world appeal. Everyone... Well, Pokemon just... Uh, put him in a cage, battle it out. I'm sure. uh, <laughs> I, I do not want to see 700-something Pokemon fighting one Mario. <laughs> oh, no. The, it, would be, it would be Pikachu versus Mario. Like, we make it even. That would be, that'd be the uh, I'd put much more Pikachu. fair battle. I think Pikachu and If, if you it. put all 700 Pokemon in there, you just... Throw the equal number amount of toads in there, and you're fine. Well, toad won't do anything. He's just running around like a, he, he runs fast. Tango. I don't know. <laughs> are, um, are these treasure tracker toads? <laughs> oh, Captain, I, you, we're getting into semantics here. Um, but no, like Breath of the Wild came out. Um, we talked about Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, the big one, especially in the fall time frame. What were some other big games that came out Arms. the year? Arms was surprisingly good. I, I got ARMS. I have, I still have it. I love that game. It's really, really fun. The funny thing is when ARMS came out, I was up in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we were up at the old uh, Piper Aircraft Museum at the Fly-In. Yep. And so I downloaded it and literally handed a Joy-Con to my little sister. Because I have two sisters. I've got one who's in her 20s and one that's like 12. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. 12-year-old little sister, take this. We're playing a game. And she got mercilessly destroyed for hours. Good, good. No, she has to be educated. Has to learn. She she learned that she doesn't like playing video games with her big brother at all. Look, if you want to win, you got to get better. That's that's what you got to do. Arms was really good. Um, Probably, I would say, one of the better implementations of motion controls that I've seen in a while. Yeah, I would say the next one after that would probably be like Wii Sports. Again, a while. Um, I'm just saying, like, hey, oh, wait. It was Nintendo that did that. Uh, Splatoon 2? Splatoon 2 came out. Um, Actually, one of the best strategy games this year, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids. Kingdom Battle. Oh, man. I I was so hyped on that game. Like, oh, my God, I can't wait. That game is still good. It's still awesome. Um, Ubisoft, as usual, still supporting that game in its entirety. And... What but there, what other games came out that you can oh think of? a lot of indies actually oh um uh, Seth's first uh, major indie love Stardew Valley Stardew Valley came on the Switch yeah that was that was the time that I bought the game yeah um it was on the Switch. that was the third time I bought the game yeah um concerned date is very pleased with your purchase. <laughs> yes yes decision. well I mean the first time I bought it on Steam with the, the soundtrack second mm-hmm. time was PS4 because I wanted it on my TV and now. Mm-hmm. Switch because I have to take it everywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. but it, even talking talking about indies, there were so there's the been an indie Switch explosion. Like the indie console, uh, so many. How many stories have we heard where the developers are coming out and saying we've sold more copies of X game, even if it's one, two, three, four plus years old, on the Switch than we did on the PS4 and the Xbox combined. Um, Be, I honestly think it's because you know Switch fans or owners want games to play on it, and if they're going to get a deluge of these quality smaller titles, they're going to eat them up because they're also not paying sixty bucks a hit. That's true. And the other big thing as well, I think, is the portability of the console. The fact that you can dock it in and then take it off mm-hmm. whenever you want to go somewhere, and you can still continue to play the game. You're not beholden and just playing it at home on your PC or your home console. Yep. I think it was a big draw. For a lot of people, I mean, there are a couple of games that I've bought multiple times. I, I bought The Flame and the Flood. I bought it again as well. And I, I'll be honest, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot better. And that, not necessarily the game. I love the game, but the fact of having it on the Switch, I love even more because I can take it where where I can sit here and be playing or streaming or doing something on my computer. And if there's downtime, I can just Flame and the Flood go through and play through a course. And of course, our for all of our Weeaboo fans, I mean, Bamco, Bandai Namco, dropped Dragon Ball Xenoverse oh, look, too on it. Bandai Namco, if there's money to be made on the console, they're gonna <laughs> shove every Weeaboo stuff they could find down there. Now I will say, um, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, yes. yes, essentially a re-release of Mario Kart 
eight the first time, but with all the DLC and some squid squid kids in there. Yeah. Honestly, I personally I feel like it runs better on the Switch than it did on the Wii U. I didn't I, play it on the Wii U, so I have I had it on the Wii U. Um, after it came out on the Switch, I bought it. I then took the disc in the box and gave it to my little sister. I'm like, "This is yours. Play it on your Wii U." <laughs> and so I was like, "Here's a stack of Wii U games. They will all be coming to the Switch, except for Smash, because I don't know yet. Yeah, no, it I, I, it will, but until yeah. then, I need my Smash. And I think that's another strategy Nintendo's doing very well and very. People may view this as old games, but again, remember, only 13 million people bought the Wii U console. And not we're necessarily past that sales number in a year. It does not necessarily mean that that many people bought the games, but they're taking a lot of their greatest hit games, like games that got reviewed very highly on the Nintendo Wii U, and bringing them over to the Switch. We have mm-hmm. Nintendo, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, um... Bayonetta 2, I think they brought over there. That was a Wii U game exclusive. Um, yes. Uh, now, the cool thing with Bayonetta 2 is if you spend a total of $60, you get one and two. Yeah. Now, I can tell you one it looks dated. They didn't... They, it was just a clean port. It's a straight port. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'll take it. It's fun. But it's essentially Devil May Cry with some risque poses. Yeah. Yeah. We can do our best. That hair suit. I mean, let, let's be real. That hair suit I've is I've heard weird. stories. I've heard stories. Go back um, and watch that stream. Tropical uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze is coming this year. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure. I I feel like the next time we hear about Super Smash Brothers, it is going to be um, like Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, like an update deluxe version. I think that would be the smart thing to do to get people on board. So to give everyone an idea, as of now, the Switch is at 14.46 million units sold. Um, the Wii U total is at 13.97 million units sold. Yeah. It, 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 it under a year, it surpassed yeah. it. Yeah. It so crazy. it's insane because, well, let's see. <clears throat> Actually, um, it's outsold the Game Gear by almost five million too. The Game Gear. Well, I mean, you know, that one was for Chris. He's not here to defend himself. Good job. Good job. Well, um, no, I mean, it's just, I'm saying like, hey, look, this is what the Game Gear wanted to be. That's true. Man, oh, that was a long time ago. Man. Long time ago. <laughs> Let me eat up them six double A's real quick for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pull <laughs> them together, make sure they hold the charge. Yeah. Um, but no, it had a lot of games this past year that were really, really successful. I mean, I'm all, almost every, even some gems that we've never talked about. Hang on. Um, I'm going to get mine real quick. He's going to pull it out of his bag here, folks, um, while he's pulling it out. Even some, like, uh, Comico. Yeah, which only came a- out on the Switch. I actually enjoy that game quite a bit for yeah. the whole $5 it cost. So It was a really good deal. Tiny Metal's out on it, but that's coming to multiple things. Um, let's see. I bought Owlboy again on it. Of course. Yeah, Celeste is awesome. Celeste, I, I, oh, I told you. we got to talk after this show. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, but honestly... Like, Ultra Street Fighter 2. You can't see it because my screen is all, like, you know, multicolored. It's too small. It really... I mean, to be fair, it's an ancient game. It keeps getting remastered and ported, but it runs so well. Again, like, in the fact that you can take it with you on the go. Yeah, I mean, the fact that I can literally, if I wanted to right now, I could start playing Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yep. And this is essentially the size of a Nexus 7 with some Joy-Con strapped to the side. But, but no, I think you know. Here's just one other thing: it plays Skyrim. Apparently, that is very important for all consoles now. That that's the benchmark. Can it play Skyrim? Can it play Skyrim? Awesome! Not only is that good, but but Bethesda's going to put that on your console now. No, now I will say though, uh, the cool thing about Skyrim, the bow mm-hmm. controls finally make sense if you use the Joy Cons motion controls. Oh, really? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. So Maybe that, that would... is kind of cool because you're like. Maybe that was their plan all along. Just wait. It, Just, Nintendo will come out with something worth putting it on. Very, very ahead of the time, ahead of their time. Chuck, you know what Skyrim is. It's one of those AAA things you love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's only like one of the largest selling game franchises out there. But no, the, the Switch had a. I think we. It's very easy to say that Switch had a magnificent first year. Yeah. Um, we've all seen it. I'm sure if you're watching or listening, you've probably lived it. You probably have one. If, if not, you know somebody who does. Um, Actually, let me go ahead and give you guys an idea. One, two, three, four, five, six. Count this game real quick. But 
Yeah, I've got more than 20 games on this thing, and I'd say a good solid half of them are indies. Good deal. So, yeah, that was the one thing that we was lacking was it had all the first party games, but it had no third party support. Yeah. Oh, and here's the thing. We're not, we didn't get a lot of third party support out the gate on this thing, but because it's an like it, it's, it's an arm CPU. If you don't know what arm CPU is, your phone runs on one. Yep. All right. The fact that there's so many people making apps nowadays means they're used to writing software that runs on that. That helps. Well, the other thing that helps us too is that the fact the game shipped with Zelda. Oh yeah, as a, another game like look, you can play that for as long as you need to until other games come down, like very easily. But um, we kind of shifting gears a little bit now. Now let's look forward. Let's look a little bit forward and see what I picked up a couple of games here and what you what you guys think, people in chat, what you think about like so, what does the next year look like for Nintendo Switch. Um, some of the games I've picked up, we haven't heard a lot yet. They're, Nintendo really hasn't talked much about their 2018 lineup. Um, some of the big games that I've picked out, um, Kirby Star Allies mm-hmm. is coming out this month, actually. Should yep. be pretty soon. Um, oh, I know you're buying that. I like Kirby. I gotta, you are Captain Kirby amongst us. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's multiplayer-centric. I like the single-player games. If it's, if it's too multiplayer-y, Kirby game, I don't really care. Oh, kind of like Four Swords? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Oh, you don't like Four Swords? Oh, like Zelda Four Swords. Yeah. so That's cool. So, I just, the whole thing of Kirby multiplayer doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I'm only play through the single player stuff. Fair enough. Um, um, the, the Yoshi game, I don't think they have a title for that yet, but we've seen a couple of, we've seen a video um, that's coming out this year. We don't have a date for that yet. Yeah. Um, I'm not a Yoshi fan, to be honest. I mean, oh, so you're the guy that uses him to get the extra jump and then flips back around and gives him the double little fingers you keep going? Yeah, that, that's 100% me. Oh, okay. Not even going to deny that one. Okay. Um, Mario Tennis Aces. I am buying that game. That, yeah, that is, I... I loved Mario Tennis on the N64. I will, or was it N64 or GameCube? I think it was, it was one of the two because that was probably the last time that I played it. All I know is I loved that. No, no, Strikers was the GameCube, the soccer game. Yes. It was N64. Um, I remember uh, this one's going to have a single player mode. As well. I'm buying this game. I don't care if it's $100. Um, <laughs> Nostalgia is strong. <laughs> and th- those are some of the big... Well, i go through the rest of here. Um, Project Octopath Traveler is supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, we I'm don't... I'm super pumped about that. I, I like the idea that Square Enix is doing for that. I also like that it's not like a Final Fantasy game, but it's still Final Fantasy-esque. I, I agree. Agreed. New story, new areas, new battle system, the 2.5D, whatever they called it. It looks cool. It looks, it looks very And I cool. love the fact that one thing that Square Enix has been doing is they took all the feedback from the, the actual um, demo they had. And they actually are acting on it, but they also released a video talking Showing about what, it. Like, we heard about this. Here's what we've done. Exactly. That was really cool. I, I, I would love to see more developers do stuff like that. Um, Chuck, I didn't know you made a soccer game, man. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we didn't know about that either. <laughs> Chuck, if, if I had known you made a soccer game, I may have played it. I see us all in chat saying, you guys never played my soccer game, jerks. <laughs> you got you to gotta show it to us, man. We can't, we can't do anything if we don't know what it is. Um, Fire Emblem for Switch. I think that's I, I would be okay to come out this year. As long as it's not a Muso game, I'll check it out. Hundred percent. No more Fire Emblem Warriors. I need a traditional Fire Emblem game, which it's supposed to be. A and I don't. Game. I don't need a Legend of Zelda Muso game either. All right. They already. They took care of the, both of those, so don't worry. Yeah. Those are good to get them. Um, you've also added on one of the comments here, Pokemon. I don't think we're going to see Pokemon this year. I think we will. I think it'll be right before Christmas. You know, like that Black Friday window right before there. Oh, I mean, that's a great way to continue sales of this console is to drop a Pokemon game on there. But I... No, I and here's my reasoning, okay? Okay. So, if they have a game engine in place, Nintendo's... Or, sorry, not Nintendo. Game Freak has proven that they're able to pump a game out fairly quickly with a different story. Example. Black, Pokemon Black and White. Black and white too. We can right. also look at Sun and Moon and then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Exactly. Where it's, oh yeah, the story's a couple years later. It's not the same. Yeah. So for, for me, I mean, if they took the idea of the engine behind Sun and Moon up all the art assets, you've got an area. You could do it like 100 years before or 100 years after if you wanted. Okay. You could take the any of the old regions and then go from there. Okay. 
you know, I would love to visit, like, have a, a game kind of like Gold and Silver, where you had multiple, like, so you had the Hoenn and Kanto regions. Oh, combine the regions? Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Could you imagine, like, a an actual game where you had two or, like, two to four regions to go through? And that would be wonderful. I'd love that. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, it's one of those where... Okay, cool. So we have these maps. We have the routes and everything. They're already planned. They're already there. How do we link them? Okay. And then go from there. And then you just need to work on art assets that are like 720p. Because let's be real. Most people will play this tablet mode. You don't really have to worry about uh, TV mode. If you go TV mode, you can just like have it up-res. We might do it not. Upscale. I've seen it's been pretty easy to do 1080p 30 and then 720p 60 on the... Yeah, I'm just saying, but as an example, like you don't even have to focus too much on being a high def for people to freak out that, oh, I got Pokemon on the TV and on the go. But I think for me, it really depends on what Game Freak and Nintendo are wanting this Pokemon game to be. Because if if they're just wanting to take like stuff they've already done and maybe had have a few extra updates and like, you know, Pokemon Sun and Moon for Switch esque type level stuff, then yeah, I think Oh, you mean like pump- that rumored Pokemon Stars? Yeah, they could pump that out pretty quick. But yeah. what from what you know, we haven't really seen anything other than some people drawing a Blastoise helping a firefighter out on a boat. But I really think this game is looking to be like the next entry in the series. Mm-hmm. And if if that's the case, I think there's still it still needs a little bit more time in the oven. Now granted, I don't know how long they've been working on this game for. Well, and that's the thing, because Game Freak's owned by Nintendo, so they could have brought been brought into the fold. While they were still working on Sun and Moon. Yeah. And they could have had another team working on this. But I still feel a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be 2018. I really think that 2018 now, is not the year for If it. it is 2018, it would be late 2018. It would not be anywhere sooner now. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll get it out before the holidays, most definitely. It, um, it would be in time for the Christmas rush. Yep. Black Friday. 100%. But I, I, I think it'll be 2019 because I, I think that it doesn't matter when this game launches. It will sell games and copies and consoles. Oh, that will be a guaranteed console mover, just like Mario was. Yep. Just like Zelda was. Yeah. 100%. But um, we'll see. We'll definitely find out and see. Um, but no, it. those are a couple of the... Those are really the ones that I could find, the kind of mainline Mario or Mario Nintendo titles. There are a bunch of other indie games and stuff coming to the Switch, a lot actually. Uh, but I, I'm curious, what do you think about the lineup for 20... That you we know of for 2018... For the Switch, I'm for me personally, I'm hoping to see more first party stuff. It doesn't have to come out this year, but get me pumped and excited. What first party Nintendo games are coming out well, soon for the Switch? So last year they did say eighty uh, three. They just showed a title card for Metroid Prime. Yep. Show us that, or be like, hey, look, you know, we have Metroid Prime Four. We're working on it. In the meantime, we still have all the assets from one through three, and we've got this team porting it. That would be cool. That would be smart. Okay. You know, something like that. To where it'd be like, hey, look, we know Metroid has a fan base. Mm-hmm. We're bringing one, two, and three over like we had Bayonetta brought over. Okay. Okay. I can see that. That, that, I, that might, might be a smart move to do. At yeah. least that way it gives them more time to cook on four. Yeah. They give them a little bit because that game, I think, is also way out as well. Yes. No, that game will. I I think, honestly, that game's like a 2020 release. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, that image was literally like. We gotta show something. Throw together a picture real quick in Adobe Photoshop, and we'll put it on. Yeah. Put on the. Here's the, the font. Do this. Ship it. <laughs> right, there you go. Boom. Don't put a date. Just show it out there. Um, but no, I, I want to see. You know, definitely want to hear more about the Fire Emblem game. Mm-hmm. Um, want to see where that's going. Uh, I definitely want to see some other different games that are coming out. It doesn't necessarily have to be mainline. Nintendo titles like Mario and Zelda, we've already got those. We're good with those, but other games that Nintendo has the IP for that are yeah. coming over to the Switch, because uh, I really think the Switch is going to soon eclipse the 3DS um, as far as sales and relevance. Hang on, hang on. Platform totals. Oh, he's gonna, Will's going to look up. He's going to look up Nintendo numbers. Nintendo 3DS here. has sold 71.36 million units. Oh, I mean, it's been out for a while. I don't think it's going to oh. sell. I don't disagree with you, but more I mean, this year. But to give you an idea, the GBA sold eighty-one million, and the PSP sold eighty million. Really? The PSP sold eighty point eight two million. Wow! I did not realize that. Yeah, compared to, hang on, where is it? 
It's way down this list. Hang on. <laughs> oh, it, well, it's not near the TurboGrafx-16. That's good. No, no. no. <laughs> I don't think anything's near that. You, you know what I'm looking for. Um, But no, while you're searching for that. Yeah, just... so to give you an idea, the Switch has almost caught up to the 16 million units of the Vita. It's not bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Hey, man, that's almost GameCube numbers. Ha ha, really? GameCube is 21 million. Man, we gotta look at these numbers afterwards. Here, you know what, guys? I'm gonna do you all a favor. I'm gonna go ahead and post this in the chat. There you go. Throw it up so everybody can take a look at it. VG charts. Everybody can dig through, look at the numbers. (laughs) PS2 only sold 157.68 million units. But I think that uh, the Switch will continue to sell well throughout the year. Oh, guaranteed. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, that's not gonna be, no doubt about that one. No. I, I would be hard-pressed to count anything out as far as the Switch potentially overtaking the PS4. This year, though? 2018? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying lifetime total. I wouldn't be surprised. We'll have to see. That's going to be a hard one. Also, we don't know how long Nintendo plans on keeping the Switch around. That's also true. We don't know what life cycle they have planned. Is it a five-year life cycle like the older consoles, or is it a ten-year life cycle like the 360 and the PS3? Sure. Good point. Good point. But no, I'm really excited for 2018 for the Switch. Um, I'm not super hyped. I just want to see what it may, we may be waiting to E3, maybe to the spring, whenever the next big um, uh, n- Nintendo Direct is going to be. But I really want to see more from the Switch. But I'm excited so far. I, I enjoy it. Uh, the Celeste alone so far for this year that's been out on the Switch has really kept me entertained. So, yeah. Um, wanted to end the the topic here with mm-hmm. since we're reflecting on Switch's one year anniversary, just some of our favorite moments with the Nintendo Switch. Um, okay. Thing, kind of it didn't be be games, uh, moments with other people, anything that involved the Nintendo Switch. So you know that flight we took um, to LA for that thing called BlizzCon. I've heard of it once or twice. Yeah. yeah, so I had some noise canceling headphones on, and I literally played Mario the entire time there on the way. You there. did, you did too. Yeah, because I, I did. I like not the whole time because we watched movies here or there, but I know for a good chunk of time I played through most of the Mario's um, game. Yeah, some like Mario Odyssey. Well, and the other thing is, during the extra life stream, I beat Bowser in the background. <laughs> Oh, really? That's when I beat Bowser was while we were doing the Extra Life. <laughs> That's funny. You should have told somebody, like, oh, I beat Bowser. Oh, my no, God. I was keeping it quiet. It wasn't my game that was streaming at that point. Okay. okay. But, yeah, no, that's when I beat my Bowser. Oh, man. It was, it's crazy, isn't it? The fact that you were able to do that on an airplane. Like, play a, a console-quality game on an airplane. That's That was stupid. It was crazy. Because, I mean, before I would have taken my Vita and I would have played, like, Final Fantasy VII, eight or nine. You know, because I have them on the Vita because it downloads PS1 games. And that was just absolutely insane. Mm, oh, yeah. I see this all in chat. It says uh, Chris, Chris Scott's birthday and cooking on the moving trucks. Him falling in between them constantly. That was good. And actually talking about Chris's birthday, that was a fun one for me. That's a cool little switch moment because uh, Chris, and this is right around the time we, like, we first started knowing Chris, mm-hmm. went over to his house for his birthday. I think you couldn't go. You had to work. Freaking retail hours. I love it. I went over there and I brought my Switch and one of the games that I brought that I've been waiting to get on the Switch mm-hmm. was Overcooked. Of course it was. And I had the uh, Joy-Cons and so we had three other people and we played Overcooked and it was pretty fun. Like the If you haven't played Overcooked, the levels at the beginning are pretty easy but it, the difficulty ramps up very hard very quickly and if you don't have that team cohesion to understand what's going on, it gets really tricky. We got pretty far, but it was just fun sitting down. Like it was very reminiscent of like the old coach couch co-op games from okay. back in the day. All right. Uh, sitting down, you, everybody's got your controller, and you're playing this multiplayer game. I'm almost like um, I've talked. Talk, we got to play this at some point because I always talk about it. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, you mean that game I have on the GameCube? Yeah, yeah. That's why I say we got to play it at some point in time. Because I don't get rid of my old consoles. They just then get unplugged and put on the floor until I plug them back in again. Carbon freeze them till the next winter. If I could, if I could preserve them indefinitely, I would. I'd agree. There's some consoles worth preserving for that long. Most definitely. Half of them are Nintendo. I don't know why. But no, that that was one of my favorite moments with the Switch. Just kind of experiencing that. 
Um, I'll piggyback off that one, give you time to think here. I got another one. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting for the Super NES Classic. You guys popped out Mar- uh, Mario Kart? When Chris and I were in line and everybody was in line and we pulled out our Switches and we played Mario Kart for the Switch and we had people we were just looking in line like, does anybody want to play? And so while we're waiting for this other Nintendo console, we're sitting here playing. People are grabbing Joy-Cons and we're driving through playing um, Mario Kart. That was a lot of fun. That was really, really cool. Um, I, you don't have many moments like that in um, of no. recent times. So it's something that was really awesome. No, not at all. I will say, though, that, that is pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so the funny thing is when um, Sonic came out, because... Mm-hmm. You talking about Sonic Mania? Yeah. So when Sonic Mania came out, uh, the funniest thing ever was that sitting in the break room at work and just passing a Joy-Con to somebody and like, play. And just seeing people's reactions, like, when did this game come out? Like a week ago. Check it out. It's cool, right? (laughs) Oh my God, it's so awesome! Just seeing people freak out or playing Mario. I literally have set it up in the break room while I'm on lunch, handed a Joy-Con to people, let's play Mario Kart. You just have a have a <laughs> what what's that meme that's been going around the dude in the booth? It's like has something. It's like da 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 da. Prove me wrong. Yeah. It's have like you're sitting in the break room and you're like, I'm better at Mario Kart than you. Prove me wrong. And you got your switch <laughs> Joy-Con right there. You're sitting there like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Um. That, yeah. There you go. That, that that's that is awesome. Like it. It's so crazy how this console that before it was released, people were like, I don't know. We're not sure about this. And now. Like, so you'd easy. be hard pressed to find somebody who's not like, oh man, that's cool. I really want one. And just the ease in which you just pop off a controller, hand it to somebody, and it's like, here, let's play. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, another good memory of mine is playing this before the game came out when they had the demo uh, mm-hmm. snipper clips and actually playing with my wife. I was like, here, here's a Joy Con. Let's play through some of these puzzles on snipper clips. And she was like, this is really fun. I'm enjoying this game. And for full disclosure, my wife does not. She's not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination. But she was like, this is a pretty fun game. This is pretty cool. Like, doing these puzzles and doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah, this is really interesting. I, I never would have figured that Whitney is not a gamer. Of course, you can. Yeah, you shut up. You know. You know her well enough. You know her well enough. Wait, uh, Chuck. What? What did I say? I mean, we're not sure, CSL. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta clarify and check. Um, but no, it... Any other moments you got? Um, oh, let's see. Hang on. I'm trying to think of some more. Because honestly, a lot of it has just been hanging out in the break room or going through that stuff. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember as well. Because honestly, I've, I've gone purely digital for all my purchases, so I don't have to go buy the cartridge. There's only So, total transparency, there's only one cartridge I will ever own for this console. And so, it is Legend of Zelda. Because you got the collector's edition. You know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or he's, uh, Will's oh. Chad, oh, apparently we'd be hard-pressed to find someone, but uh, Mr. Hayden AAA over here is like, no, nah, I don't want <laughs> Fair enough. Like I mean, well, yeah. We did say hard-pressed, so... You're the only person there. I've met that is not like, man, I want one of those. But no, the Switch is an awesome console. Um, definitely congratulations to Nintendo and everything they've done on the console. I think a lot of their work paid off. A lot of the kind of steps and missteps that they made with the Wii U were um, very necessary, I think, to build the console that we have now. I think it taught them a lot. Agreed. I also think this is probably one of the last things we'll, we'll ever see that had Iwata's touch on it. That's true as well. You remember the... Um, the little Easter egg mm-hmm. for Iwata in there on his birthday. Yeah. Did you see that? Were you yep. I, I didn't see it in person, but I saw plenty of videos about it. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. If you haven't, go look it up online because I can't remember right now, but it's pretty cool. I'll kind of nod to Iwata-san. So they're really cool. Really cool. Yeah, he deserves at least that much. Almost definitely. All right, guys. I think I think we're going to call this so a little bit. Since we don't have Chris here, we're going to call a little bit of a short evening tonight. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up this episode of the Rocket Punch cast, episode 91. Um, unless you got anything else there. No, I'm good. Uh, 
I can't wait to see what the next like three years holds for the Switch. Because once developers really start getting their groove on the hardware, we're going to see some amazing things happen. I think so. Once, Especially some of the third-party guys, when they get time with the console and they start building their game specifically for it, it's going to be awesome. Wouldn't it be great if we could see fighters on it in a year? Sell more copies of that. <laughs> Jesus. It's Bandai Namco, too. They'll do it. Look, if they they've got if there's money to be made, they're gonna wiggle their way in there somehow to make that happen. Yes, we absolutely need your MMO to be on the Switch, um, as well as any of your other games, uh, because right now, I, if you make a great game, I'm gonna want to take it everywhere with me. There you go. Regardless of who's developing it, be it you, CSL, or any other developer out there, I'd love to be able to be like, oh man, maybe I should just play right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, thank you so much for joining us for episode 91 of the Rocket Punchcast. Again, you can always find all of our content, all of our stuff over at rocketpunchgo.com. Um, if you want to help support the show, again, go to patreon.com slash rocketpunch. Those links are at the top of your screen there. Um, you know, uh, rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Um, if you're on Twitch, you have an Amazon Prime membership. You have a Twitch Prime sub. Throw it our way on our Twitch channel there. We definitely appreciate that as well. If you're looking for friends and people to play with or just chat about games in general and other cool nerdy stuff, join our Discord chat. I'm going to toss it over here into the chat window as well one more time just so everyone knows where it's at. Um, you can also find it on our social media and on our website as well at rockpunchco.com. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.